0: Hi, this is Ryan, and thank you for joining us here on I Missed It. We want to hear your opinions, too. You can find us over on Twitter at I Missed It Pod. Let us know if you're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer along with us, whether it's for the first time, like me, or the fifth time, like Brittany. This show would not exist as part of the Ghostlight Media Network without the support of our patrons. You can find the rest of the network shows over at ghostlightmedia.net. Please take a minute and rate and review this podcast and whatever podcatcher will let you. It really means a lot to us. That's all for now. Enjoy the show. Two I missed it. The podcast where we watched a show that one of us wanted to watch again, and the other one missed entirely. I'm Ryan and I missed it.
1: And I'm Brittany and I didn't.
0: And we are still in the uh new baby stage of our lives. Well, baby number two. There may be uh some various baby noises in the background. She's sleeping right now. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so this is the second time we've tried to record this episode, or maybe even the third at this like point. The third. <laughs> So, we have made it. We are recording. Uh, life is fun. Uh, but we are on episode 11 of season 1, the penultimate. We are nearly there. Are you so excited?
1: I'm so excited to get to season 2. <laughs> <sighs>
0: okay,
1: I keep wanting to talk about stuff but because season 2 is so interesting, but I can't.
0: Because we're not there yet.
1: Because we're not there yet.
0: All right. Well, episode 11, uh, out of mind, out of sight. When an an invisible menace starts attacking students and faculty at Sunnydale High, the gang traces the problem back to Cordelia. Ah, if we finally get our Cordelia episode. Yes. The entire season has been building to this moment, and it is thoroughly disappointing, and Cordelia is still the worst. I give this episode a four and a half.
1: No, I like it. I think I gave it a 7.8.
0: I mostly just don't like Cordelia. And then they were like, oh, look, let's make her likable. I'm like, no, I'm good.
1: Well, Charisma Carpenter, like, sells. Sells it.
0: She does, and she does a good job with it. Um, And then at the end, she flips back and... You know, it's just the worst again. Yeah. Um, So they do spend a lot of time letting us see Cordelia as a person and in all three dimensions and not just as the stereotypical mean girl. But then she just reverts right back and character growth is gone. I wasn't really loving the episode before they reverted back and then they reverted back. I was like, oh, so nothing happened. Okay, great.
1: Yeah. She does have character growth and you'll see it more later.
0: Sure. It's just strange to me because Joss Whedon has spent the entire season very deliberately building Cordelia up for this moment, Mm -hmm. and it's just not worth it. At least not to me. I didn't think it was worth it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jaded and cynical.
1: I've also seen it before. That's true.
0: IMDB gives it a 7.9, so largely good. Yeah. There. Uh, How much did you remember of the Cordelia episode?
1: I remember it quite a bit. I remember, oh my gosh, I can't think of the Invisible Girl's name. Is Matt and Marcy? Marcy? Marcy. Marcy, I think. Yeah. So apparently I forgot that. <laughs> but I remember her trying to kill the teacher.
0: Yes. Miss Miller?
1: He, sure.
0: That she tried to suffocate? Yeah. The Shakespeare teacher?
1: Yeah. I remembered very specifically Xander Giles and Willow getting locked in the boiler with the gas leak.
0: That was a good bit. Mm-hmm. That was good.
1: And I like I remembered bits and pieces, like none that were stand out worthy. Those were probably the two that stood out the most. I do remember um, her numbing Cordelia's face and slicing her face, but I couldn't remember why she was going to do it. So I remembered that scene.
0: Yeah, remember that time that they did? A, <laughs> they had a ghost, or not a ghost, an <laughs> invisible girl who went all Joker when a high school student that happened yes except it was one very precise slice that was very superficial because it stopped bleeding almost immediately
1: well it was like bleeding down her cheek but her she was numb so who even knows how much it would have bled
0: have uh, the first segment of this show and uh, the most important some would say some would argue an angel sighting Mm -hmm. angels back but I was very confused at first because they showed uh, Cordelia's boyfriend uh, Mitch Mitch Mitch. they showed him in the locker room it was kind of a profile view and I was really confused because I thought it was angel for a hot second (laughs) it was not angel no it was not David Boreanaz David Boreanaz is a large man
1: his shoulders are very broad.
0: <laughs> yes. This was just a normal man. So I was very confused by that. But So I thought there was an angel sighting right at the beginning from the get-go, and then it wasn't, and I was sad. Um, but he comes back later, and mm-hmm. uh, we got the best scene, in my opinion, of this episode, which was um, Angels and Giles having a really important conversation.
1: Yeah. I, would, I All I wrote about that scene... <laughs> was that Giles just seemed almost starstruck by Angel. Like, everything (laughs) he said, he was, like, he was, like, leaning. Like, almost like, um...
0: Almost like he was enthralled? Yeah, like, he was
1: enthralled, or he was, like, a big fangirl... Or something like that. Like, he just did not seem that much like Angel or like Giles at that moment.
0: No, it was very strange. I wrote down how much I liked the scene, but I also wrote that it it felt very stilted, but Mm. like purposefully so, Mm -hmm. Um, which makes sense because Giles is a a watcher. Yeah. And Angel's probably never met one before. Maybe he has. Who knows? Um, I
1: don't remember.
0: But uh, Giles had certainly never met a vampire not, and spoken with him, especially one like Angel, who is not drinking yeah. from people. Correct. But it was very interesting. It was very in-depth. It was a good conversation. We also learned uh, that vampires don't have reflections. hmm I don't think they had established that yet.
1: No, they hadn't. And um, honestly, I think the only time it ever becomes important is later in Angel. Not on Buffy. So they, like, they established it on Buffy, and
0: then but comes up in Angel. it
1: comes up in Angel pretty frequently because right. of a multitude of things right. that happen. Well,
0: that show is actually about a vampire, <clears throat> Buffy's not actually about a vampire. It's about Buffy. Yeah. At least it's supposed to be. Correct. And then Angel comes back at the end and he saves them all because yeah. he brings back the codex, the f- lost book that Giles desperately wants, and Angel's like, dude, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Because, of course he does.
1: He's 240 years old.
0: Four or 40?
1: 40.
0: 40. So that would put him older than America at that point. 1750s? Yeah, Probably. 1750s. I don't know.
1: Whenever we get... A
0: vampire, so that means born in the 1730s. Yeah. I feel like we've had this conversation already. Yeah.
1: Well, they'll tell us dates when they do flashbacks. They're really good about that. That'll be good. But also, on the angel yeah. subject... They lied to Buffy about Angel saving them.
0: Yes. I wrote that down in, like, big letters. I think this is the first time that Giles lies to Buffy. Or at least, like, outright lies. hmm And then Xander and Willow just go along with it. Yeah. And it was very strange. It was very interesting. It was almost a throwaway moment at the end of the episode. It was almost the last yeah. thing in the episode. That means that Xander and Willow trust Giles that much, but also more than Buffy. I guess maybe he's the authority figure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that they lied to her because she doesn't. She thinks he left.
0: They're like, "Oh, it's in her best interest to not know." Yeah, she doesn't need to. Yada yada yada. She doesn't need to know. We're protecting her by not telling her.
1: Yeah, one of those things.
0: All right, I guess we should talk about Cordelia. I'm super thrilled for this. <laughs> Cordelia, Cordelia, Cordelia. She did still continue to make several jokes that was like, "What you, you what? You're... She made a Helen Keller joke.
1: Yeah, to be a name.
0: So that was a thing. They also made a oh, what was it? A a, a, um, a Twinkie reference, a Twinkie joke, which I think was about. The Milk Trial.
1: Harvey Milk.
0: Harvey Milk, yeah. I think that's a reference to that. I hope it's a reference to that, otherwise it's definitely another joke you can't do today. Yeah. I think it was a reference to that, because it was also during, Cordelia said it, and it was also during the part where they were trying to make her out to be super smart. Which they kind of did. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is fine and is um, subversive for everything they've tried to do so far with her. Yeah, how did you feel about watching it again? The Cordelia arc
1: here—it makes a lot of sense because now they're trying—they're trying to get her into the group, into the Scooby Gang, is what they call it. Or the the Scooby. Scooby Gang, yeah. It's literally what they call themselves. I don't think they, they call
0: themselves the Scooby Gang. I'm pretty sure. Okay, hold up.
1: I don't think they Okay, hold up. Said no, it no, no, yet, no, no. no.
0: I didn't know this. We're talking about this now. <laughs> okay. They call themselves the Scooby Gang?
1: I'm pretty sure that they do.
0: Xander's the worst. I just yeah. assume this is Xander's idea.
1: Probably. I don't Probably. Who I well obviously, I, they haven't said it in the oh my In god, any of the
0: episodes yet. Oh my god. That's so yet. funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially because she's Daphne. Not yet, mm-hmm. but... Oh gosh, that's so funny. That's hilarious. Okay.
1: Sometimes you do a movie with your husband and it sucks. Sometimes you do a movie with your husband and it is Scooby-Doo. was <laughs> the greatest shaggy of all time.
0: Yes. Oh boy. <clears throat> Alright. This is not a uh Matthew Lillard fan cast, but it could be. <laughs> Shout out Matthew Lillard. Uh hey Matthew, if you want to uh guest on any of the shows on this network, you are always welcome. He's a D&D nerd.
1: I didn't know that. He's a
0: and d nerd. He's a huge D&D nerd. Oh, apparently.
1: that's cool. I had no idea.
0: Okay, so the Scooby gang.
1: Yeah, it uh, brings Cordelia geez. into the into their group to help them with things. And no, you,
0: you've said it. It brings Cordelia <laughs> into, into the, the Scooby, Scooby gang, gang. to oh, man.
1: help them with whatever they need and to be the damsel in distress and be bait and stuff like that.
0: Yes, because Willow can't. No. Apparently. They need somebody else.
1: No. Because then Willow has a higher purpose later on. (laughs)
0: That's right.
1: So she won't be baited. The only thing, honestly, that I wrote about Cordelia was that she had the line about Marcy said she's eviler than me.
0: Oh, yeah, that was a good line.
1: I just thought
0: it was funny. Well, she's, like, invisible and doing bad stuff, so we should get rid of her, because she's eviler than me, or whatever. Yeah. Way. Like, oh, man, Cordelia. Still the worst.
1: Yeah. It also, in, like, this episode, they let Charisma Carpenter act.
0: Charisma Carpenter can act. It's fine. Absolutely, yeah. she can act. It's just, you've spent ten episodes... Almost the entire season, and this is the climax of it. And I'm sure it worked for some people. It just didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. It just didn't work for me. I did think that this episode really felt like an episode of The Ghost Whisperer.
1: Have you ever seen The Ghost Whisperer? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I I don't know if I've
0: seen all of it, but I've I've seen probably the first couple of seasons.
1: Gotcha. I didn't know you ever watched
0: it. Yeah. It just felt like that because, you know, they're talking to midair, and then there's bad CGI of things moving. Yeah, because really, The Ghost Whisper is the only other show that did that regularly. Yeah, I did write down that the CGI baseball bat does not help make the violence more believable. The CGI baseball bat comes to life and attacks Mitch. Look, yeah, that was oof. oof it oof, looks oof, like
1: oof. a cartoon.
0: It <laughs> and it sounds like one too. It looks and sounds like a cartoon, and not a good one. Not a ser- well, not a serious one at least. Yeah. Um, on this episode of Anthony Stewart Head as a Time Lord. Well, he didn't really do many Time Lordy things this episode. No. No. He did ask for uh, an immortal being f- to get him some reading material, though, which seems like a very Time Lord thing to do, actually. Yeah. I'll chalk it up to that.
1: I have things about the teachers in the school that
0: I. They need, need to talk <laughs> like, about teachers talk. in this school. Okay. Yes. Well, I guess that actually leads us really well into... uh, My side character shout-out is the English teacher, Miss Miller. Mostly because she read the Shakespeare and she read it pretty well. Great. That was really all I cared about. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, she was a teacher that didn't die. No. So that helps.
1: No. Finally. I said that she needs to get, like popsicle sticks with all of her students names on them or if they were to do this episode today she could get on class dojo to distribute how she calls on kids because she called on the same three in both of the scenes that she did right and it drove me nuts.
0: Because it was the same three people. Well, you can only call on characters that have names.
1: my gosh, it was so annoying. <laughs> but off of off of that also, that's completely, and has nothing to do with the teachers. We learned Harmony's name.
0: Harmony? Yeah. Which one's Harmony?
1: The one that fell down the stairs.
0: Oh, right. The one that fell down the stairs. Or was pushed. Or she was, was pushed down
1: the stairs, but that's oh. Harmony. That's and,
0: Cordelia's friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. She's important later on, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't know her name before that.
0: Do you have a side character? No. That I'm, you like to give some props to? No, you just want to rail no. on the teachers. Yeah, because or I have a portrayal one. of teachers.
1: Yes, because I have another one.
0: Let us continue to be mad about their portrayal of teachers, because so often it's not good—not just here, but
1: yeah. But, so, when Cordelia bumped into Buffy at the very beginning, or tripped her, or whatever she did, and Buffy fell, and all the weapons fell out in front
0: of her. That was a good bit. I liked that.
1: But after Cordelia walked away, you literally saw a teacher walk past Buffy, and there were, like, crossbows and knives and things (laughs) on the floor around her. That's great. And I'm like, "Mm okay, so that teacher's gonna get fired.
0: Or that teacher has tenure. (laughs) That's great. It I forgot, me a I lot. didn't see that. I missed that one.
1: It bothered me a lot. I don't think I've ever paid attention to to it before.
0: Um, I do want to know if Alison Hannigan was high for this episode. Or at least that one scene where she could not stop laughing. It felt oh, like I don't know. it felt like she had just come from a trip to the dentist or something. Uh-huh. Like it was beyond acting. She was just losing her mind. Yeah. over this inside joke that Buffy didn't know mm-hmm. because Xander the guy who plays Xander is um, Nicholas Nicholas whatever his name is
1: Brendan
0: Nicholas Brendan thank you he was going along with it he was at like a 6 or 7 and Alice Hannigan was on a different planet it was the strangest and funniest thing and it happened like 2 or 3 times mm-hmm. in the space of the scene oh it was so funny
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was a, they'd been working through the night for all the night shots and then were working into the morning.
0: And they kept the slap happy shot.
1: Yeah. Also have about Marcy that I completely forgot about the FBI coming in.
0: Yeah, um, so that came out of nowhere, and I like it.
1: But then we never see it again. I don't think so. But the FBI Dang. people were in the episode in another spot. You see them like wandering around the school. Yeah,
0: they were there earlier, so they mm-hmm. knew something was up. Yeah, um,
1: but they didn't establish who they were. Like they just showed them. Like right. they, they kind of like passed them in a
0: scene. Yeah. It was super interesting mm-hmm. to note that the government is aware of something. At least and like they have a they have a school for invisible people where they teach them how to be assassins. Yep. Like that's a thing. Man, uh Buffy gets political a little bit there.
1: Yeah, but they never do it again. They
0: never reference it? No. That's a shame.
1: Yeah, because that's another thing. It's That's another um, ending that is, here's foreshadowing that we can talk about later. And, and they, they never, never do. do.
0: That's a shame. It'd be really interesting to go further into this universe and interact with the government. How much does the government know?
1: Well, they're... We get that.
0: That's Angel? No. No, we get that later? Okay.
1: We get that in season, toward the end of season four, season five. Okay. All, well, of, se- all of season five is about the...
0: The government, what they know, what they don't know, what's going on. Yeah,
1: because that's it's a military operation. Gotcha. It's super interesting because Buffy works with them, too.
0: That She's- Okay, cool. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. Of course Giles has a handkerchief. He
1: pulls out a handkerchief oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> when they're uh being poisoned, he pulls out a handkerchief it's like, of course he has one.
1: And he's British?
0: Yeah, he's yeah, he's a British librarian. Of course he has a handkerchief. Um we also then in the same scene find out that vampires don't need to breathe.
1: Mm-hmm. Well they don't need the oxygen. Like I they can it's kind of like they can hold their breath.
0: Gotcha. So you can suffocate a vampire?
1: I don't think so, but I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah, because if you, they don't need the oxygen, like if they don't need to breathe, then they can never be choked out.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, they're not breathing. <laughs> like, but you can see that all of the Obviously, vampires... Obviously, because they're, they're actors.
0: <laughs> they're, they're actors portraying. But so, but if that is established lore, then that means if ever it happens that a vampire gets choked out, like put in a sleeper hold...
1: I don't think that ever happens. Okay. Okay. I don't think whenever anyone is fighting a vampire, they go f- for their neck unless they're doing it with a weapon.
0: Right, because if you're going to do that, you're, you're trying to do it to keep them alive to whatever. Yeah. And the only vampire you want to keep alive at this point is Angel, and nobody's going to try to choke out David Boreanaz.
1: Not right now. And you're
0: not going to put David Boreanaz in a sleeper hold.
1: Not right now.
0: <laughs> we also get another segment of Buffy's casual and inconsistent strength. Um, evidently, she cannot beat the lock on a door, but she can punch a hole through the door. Yeah. For when Cordelia's stuck in the uh, closet, mm-hmm. or gets taken from the closet. Yeah, she wiggles the knob, and it's locked, and she goes, okay, and punches straight through the door, the wooden door, and unlocks it and opens it from the inside. Yeah. Like, what? You can't just. Turn the knob really hard and break the lock? Okay. Or
1: kick the door in. Or
0: kick the door. No, she had to punch her hand through.
1: There's so many things, like, so many ways to open doors that mm-hmm. are locked or stuck, so they're also, just going through all the different ways.
0: <laughs> also, they immediately go from that to her needing to get up into the uh, roof. Mm -hmm. And she does uh, the pull-up to end all pull-ups. And it was clearly cheating. (laughs) Yeah. It was clearly, I don't know, there was a block that got moved or if there was a a swing that got um, Or if it was her stunt (laughs) stunt double. Her stunt double with stupid amounts of abs. But it was way too smooth. Like it was.
1: It was really smooth. It was
0: beyond gymnast level almost. It's like it's Olympian level Mm pull-up. That's pretty much all I've got on this list about episode 11.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's all I have. That's I it. I
0: mean, that's what this was. It was a girl who got turned invisible because she went to a school on top of hell.
1: Yeah, and because nobody noticed her.
0: Yeah, right. Which but, is
1: dumb. And I mean, like, it's supposed to be a nod to bullying and being right, friends with and people and whatnot, but in the 90s.
0: It just feels like one of those episodes where they tried to say something and it didn't quite work hmm But they tried. Right. Well, the last thing here is a prediction. And the next episode will be the season one finale. And it's interesting because I know a bunch of the important characters who obviously survive. And I obviously know Buffy continues. So the Master doesn't win here. Voldemort doesn't win. But I'm going to predict that we are going to get a couple of images that remind me very very much of Harry Potter as Voldemort invades the school. Okay. That's what's gonna happen. The master's going to take over Sunnydale High.
1: I mean is a, a good on prediction. Top of
0: the Hellmouth.
1: He has to be able to leave at first.
0: And I'll have at least four times where I go, Hey look, that's Harry Potter. Probably which this is before, so
1: before the book was written?
0: Uh, I think so. Before the first book. I think the first book came out in 01 or 02, and this is 1997.
1: I don't remember. I know the book was out by the time it was in third grade.
0: Gotcha. I don't know.
1: And that was 2001. Mm -hmm. No, 2000. It was 2000.
0: So maybe it was out. I don't know. I don't know if it was out by 97. Either way, Voldemort invades Sutterbill High. That's my prediction.
1: I mean... If you literally predict that for every single finale, like I feel like I'm doing fifty per cent <laughs> of the time you're gonna be right all
0: right i can I can live with those odds fifty Because
1: I don't remember I, I don't think,
0: think I'm doing that good so far on these.
1: you predicted last time the angel was gonna be in the next episode.
0: Hey, I got one. I'll take one, dear listeners at home please uh please tweet at us and tell us. How many of these I've gotten right or wrong Because I don't remember Well, that does it for this episode uh, Join us next week As we will have the finale Season 1, episode 12 so Until what? then I'm Ryan And I'm Brittany And don't forget that your penultimate episode Is supposed to be good
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's supposed to be good It's I know. supposed
1: to be good It's season yeah. 1 It's It's, 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 it's